to New Zealand Vegan Podcast, episode 111. I'm your host, Elizabeth Collins. Uh, this week, I um, just wanted to, to talk a little bit about something that I saw online that I think is... Um, I've got some thoughts on it that I hope are useful to others because I think it's... Uh, I can kind of see how it can be tricky for some. Um, well... You'll see what I mean. Um, but before I go into that, I just wanted to um, say that um, myself and Toi Nikore Peters, who is also known as Bubs, have been doing our outreach stall, our vegan, abolitionist vegan stall. And it's been going really, really well. And um, we're applying to be an official TAVS chapter. TAVS chapters are, um, you can find the information on the Abolitionist Approach, um, sorry, the Vegan, sorry, the Abolitionist Vegan Society website um, about how to be a TAVS chapter. Um, You have to, um, in order to do it, you have to at least have read um, three or four books, uh, either, I think it was Animals as Persons, Introduction to Animal Rights, um, Eat Like You Care, and... um, you kind of, it's, it's, you have to, in order to be, as we've talked about before, in order to be an abolitionist advocate, you have to know at least the basics, if not more. You definitely have to agree with the six principles. Um, what is happening, or what has always been happening, but what is definitely happening now is, you know, the, the word abolitionist is really, really, everybody really wants to be it, but they don't actually want to be, uh, actually, that doesn't make, they want to call themselves it, but doesn't mean they actually want to be it. So, um, and now that we've got a movement um, and there's things that they can buy or there's little logos that people can put on. So there's the abolitionist, um, the abolitionist vegan society has really beautiful um, marketing, sort of like logos and colors and things. And, um, and anybody can kind of just download it and stick it on their Facebook profile. Um, but it doesn't mean they're abolitionist. And anybody can wear it. You know, I'm, there are probably going to be people who buy the t-shirt even there's a new t-shirt coming out I can't wait to get it it says abolitionist vegan on it it's got the tabs logo and then it just says abolitionist vegan I just love it um so uh but there'll be people walking around wearing it and they're not and you know I see it all the time I'm an abolitionist I'm an abolitionist um it's very um yeah so so you kind of have to find out who the real abolitionists are. Um, so in order to, to run a TAVS chapter, you have to be a real abolitionist. Now, I consider myself a real abolitionist, and um, Bubs uh, considers himself a real abolitionist, so we are applying to do it. There's a lot of responsibility involved because you do have to commit to ongoing vegan education, but we kind of have already committed to that anyway, and we really want to bring the vegan movement down under, and we definitely want to bring the abolitionist vegan movement on a global level and do our part for the global abolitionist vegan movement. And um, so we have done some stuff, and um, we've done a couple of events that the first one was called Jam on Toast, and it was at the Greylin Community Center, which is um, in Greylin, obviously. And it was there wasn't a lot of publicity for it. Um, they they kind of must have fallen down a bit on their advertising. But because we were out the front, and in the beginning I was complaining that we were the only people out the front. Um, and there were some people in the back. In the back, there was some kids' stuff. Inside, there was music. We didn't stay for the adult stuff when the alcohol came out. We were there during the day. So, But it was good that we were at the front because we were by the street. 
and so people just walking past who weren't taking their kids to jam on toast or what it was just called this event called jam on toast or who weren't going there to sort of hang out they we were just there so um, it didn't turn out to be too bad so that was our first um, time with our great big banner we've got this gorgeous big banner that says um, that's that's got Tav's logo on it everything is we've got a lot of Tav's um, got the pamphlets and I've got I've now got a t-shirt a tabs um, the abolition society t-shirt the white one and I can wear that so it's all it's all very you, you branding is as, as I guess you would call it <laughs> um, I understand how those things work and um, I, I love the colors and I love seeing it it's a hap for me it's a happy thing it represents to me that that little symbol <laughs> represents the abolitionist vegan movement. I love it. It is dearest to my heart. Um, and so, and then the next event, the best one in my entire history of doing vegan ag advocacy in the, so ever since I started doing my stall or anything, was we went to this big festival and this was the real deal. It was the Waitakere Festival, which is out west Auckland. And there was music, live music, professional um soundstage professional mixing engineers it was a proper thing and we were in this giant shed and there was all kinds of stuff there and there were so many people that came through and we were away from the, all the food which was great and we were in the non-profit we were in like the charitable part so we didn't even have to pay for it the space but we would have paid but we didn't have to the organization was fantastic but it just the vibe was brilliant and we were so busy it was the best I've ever ever had and it was so 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 lovely and we had such a great day such a great day of course there was Sea Shepherd was there with their shark finning single issue campaign Greenpeace was there uh, of course we were the only ones there representing veganism no surprise but uh, we got to speak to a couple of those people who came over and um, we had the marvelous cupcakes made by Sophie Andrews who uh, they're really really beautiful looking the icing it's it's you know all of this stuff you know grabs people's attention and it doesn't hurt so we had the setup we had the beautiful banner with the tabs logo we had all the literature um, we've got some colored pamphlets the tabs pamphlets are colored I printed out some um, there's some other colors, ones which are the information sheets that you can now get, and you can print those out. And um, and then we had these gorgeous, stunning, uh, sort of artisan cupcakes, and it was just, it was just the best. I love it. I love it. I love it. We had such a good time. I mean, I always have a good time doing the stall, and even if I'm there all day, and it's just people walking past and nobody stops, I still love it because I love being out there. And you just, the word vegan just ends up in the air, like people just walking past, and you just hear vegan, vegan, vegan. Oh, vegan, vegan, vegan. And you don't really hear them say much else, but a lot, most of the time nowadays it's positive. Um, you used to be when I started doing the stall. It used to be like what's that or I love meat or something it doesn't happen that way anymore not not as much um, I'm telling you it's palpable so the Waitakere festival was so beautiful it's like the highlight of my vegan advocacy life apart from my podcast which has been my salvation uh, it was so 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 great loved it I definitely want to go next year I want to do more events like that that's the kind of event that we need to be at um, where there is a, it was a major gathering, there was a lot going on, people were there for the day, people went there to go for the day, so they had time to talk, they were there to go and check everything out and look at every single table and do every single thing, it wasn't like they're walking past on Queen Street in a real hurry or on their way to the movies or whatever, and it wasn't like, um, 
the other markets like the 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 craft markets where people are there to sell stuff and it's and it's like they want to make money and you're only sort of going there just to sort of see what's on sale and you might be going there for something specific this was an event this was a day out for the family it had music it was so perfect i want to do more oh my god i wish i knew where they all were how do i get in touch i want to know all these festivals i want to be at them all um i recommend checking out those things it wasn't a veg fest or anything like that you know you don't need to stick to only veg fests or only eco fests or only whatever you can just go to a festival and if they're really good organizers and they let you in and you have a good spot and it's good vibes you're going to have a great day believe me i just know you are um and then today we did our street stall um on queen street and um i got it's the first time i ever got cuz i finally got my t-shirt in the mail so i i'm like i'm like all good to go i've got the banner i've got the t-shirt got the <laughs> the tavs pin so i'm there it's like tavs and and twainikor is going to get a t-shirt as well um his hasn't arrived yet so we're, it's cool it's it's good we're a movement you know we're an all we're a pal, we're an organized you know onto it movement and we look like an organized onto it movement which is good and um even if we were not i'd still be doing it but it doesn't hurt this is all really really good positive stuff so i just want to talk a little bit about the stall and um, we had you know it was a good day we had some more of sophie's marvelous cupcakes um bubs made some pu- cupcakes which are good but he's also brought a new element to it where he's bringing other food and sharing it with people like he'll bring heaps of food and he'll bring people one of the cool things that i loved that he did was when we were at waitakere we were cuz it's usually I I come around I come around from the table but he was inviting people behind the table and he said come behind here and have some falafels we had this huge feast and we had lots of food lots more food than we needed because we thought there was going to be a couple more vegans coming along to help us but they didn't end up coming so we had, I had brought food for like four people and so had bubs and then we ended up just being two so he was telling people come behind and he said let's invite them into our space come behind the table you know break the barrier kind of thing but not just us go out there but them come behind and they would prepare their own food and we'd say here have a falafel and then we'd talk and give them more you know information and stuff and I thought that was really awesome um to to just just the concept of it what he was saying it makes sense and um today um he brought fruit to give out to people because a lot of times i mean not a lot but there are people who just don't want a cupcake because they're not into it they don't want to eat the sugar and stuff they're very health conscious and they don't want or they're gluten intolerant or something like that so he brought fresh fruit for them to um to give out to people which i think is very generous and um it's very nice so that added a new element to it Um and so today today was good um there was something oh what was it that I was oh right okay so i wanted to talk about something that happened just briefly i'll try to be brief about uh so um the stalls getting better and better we're we're meeting more vegans there's more and more vegans that we're meeting honestly there's just more vegans in the world i just there just is i i just know it because i'm out in the street and i've been out in the street and i'm telling you in the last 4 years or however long i've been doing it there's vegans like the first time i met a vegan at my street stall i'll never forget i was like oh my god oh my god a vegan oh my god are you vegan now it's like you meet them at least f- four or five or six i'm not kidding i'm not kidding i went from none <laughs> to all the time um so now i'm starting to be a little more onto it and be like okay okay i can't just be celebrating every time someone says i'm a vegan i need to really first of all find out if they are because people just like abolitionists they can say they're vegan because it's a trendy thing and it's the new thing but they're actually not and number 2 uh, if they really really are vegan 
or even if they're not, I, I still want, if they're just saying they are and we haven't really proved that they're not, but I want them to know about abolition. So I'm like, as soon as somebody's like, before it used to be like, I'm vegan, I'd be like, yeah, you're vegan, have a cupcake, yay, woohoo, go veganism. Now I'm like, oh, you're vegan? Okay, great. Do you know about abolition? Do you know about the abolitionist approach? You might ask why I didn't do this before. It was because I was too busy getting all excited about all of the new vegans that I was meeting. Um, and it was just really nice to say, here, come to our vegan oasis and have a vegan cupcake and relax and you know, we can talk about stuff that we care about and, and we're not going to be in the minority because it's two of us and we're the whole crowd and it's just a nice comforting thing, which is why lots of vegans like to get together for get together for potlucks and things like that. Um, but now I'm saying, okay, do you know about the veganism? Um, do you know about the abolitionist movement? Here is our website of the of, well, here is the website of the abolitionist vegan society. We're a grassroots movement, and we're getting people on our mailing list, and we're trying to. Um, we've had a couple of people who said, like, I really want to help. I want to contribute. I want to do something, and they might. I mean, people say that all the time, and then they don't do anything, but maybe they will. So we, we're hooking hooking it up. So we're trying to get established as a, an official chapter, but we're just going to keep doing it no matter what I mean we're just going to keep getting out there and promoting vegans you know the abolitionist vegan society is what we're all about and it's going it's just it's going so well it's nice um to um to look um organized and and stuff like that and um to have a really professional um looking um sort of you know global organization and say hey you know because we meet a lot of travelers on Queen Street we didn't meet at Waitakere it was mostly it was mostly Aucklanders but on Queen Street, we meet travellers, lots of travellers. So I'm like, look out for this logo in your country. I'm like, look out for it. I'm like, take a pamphlet, go back. It's going to be translated into your language one of these days. You know, we meet people from Germany and France and um, Italy and, and, and Spain and all these kinds of places. And we're like, check, you know, keep an eye out for this because it's global movement and there's, it's going to show up. You, it's guaranteed to show up. Don't know when. It's just getting going. It's only really officially launched in like June or something like that. But just, you know, we're just saying to people, remember this face kind of thing. Like you're going to be seeing it around. Um, so that's really, really cool. Um, but what I was going to talk about today was just briefly, um, when I was at, um, this is kind of relating to this, what I'm going to go into um, the main theme of this podcast, which is going to be another complaining sort of rant about um, welfareism, but that's pretty typical, isn't it? Um, so I remember at the Jam on Toast, which was this, like I said, this kind of quiet place, quiet sort of one that was on the st- in the suburb of Greylin, and not a lot of people went, but we just we got a few people walking past. There was a vegetarian that we met; she'd been vegetarian for twenty something years or whatever it is. And um, I just started telling her, well, you know, they kill the cows, they they take their babies, you know, I'm like, because she's like, I I always ask vegetarians why they're vegetarian, and um, because then you kind of get a gauge. Um, Mostly it's very wishy-washy answer, because vegetarianism is a very wishy-washy, it's just mostly a diet, and it's not consistent at all, as we know. And um, so they're like, oh, well... I, you know, I did it for the animals, but I also, I knew that meat was really unhealthy, and, you know, but da-da-da, so um, I started to talk to her about what happens to the calves, and I say, I was just being very matter-of-fact, and saying this is what happens, and da-da-da, and she's like, oh, well, you need to try the softly-softly approach, you, you, should, you should try softly-softly, and I was like, well, what do you mean, and she's like, you can't be banging people over the head, um, you know, banging people over the head, and I was like, um, I just said, well, all I'm, all I'm just basically stating facts is what all I'm doing. 
um, that's really all I just did. Um, it does sound very dramatic, the facts that we're stating, they rape the females, they steal the babies, but it's true. And I'm not going to wishy-washy it down. And um, I didn't. We didn't talk much after that. I mean, she kept staying and talking around, but she was. She she kept. She had a cupcake, and I know that I. You know, she was made to think, obviously, because um, um, you know she was told the truth, or things that she knew, but nobody had ever really sort of confronted her about it before, and actually said, you know, these kind of things. You're actually doing. You're part of it, um, which is really that's what's so annoying about the welfare movement and this whole vegan slash vegetarian thing. It's like they leave it up to us. We have to do all the dirty work. It's so annoying. Thanks a lot, guys and girls. But anyway, um, so she came back later and we had a nice talk and it wasn't unpleasant or anything like that. But I, I was thinking about what she said because it really bothers me that like try the softly, softly. And I was, and basically what my thoughts are is softly, softly, no, softly, softly. That's why you've been vegetarian for 20 something years. Softly, softly. That's why we have the veg go veg, that's softly softly, the animals don't need softly softly, um, it's, it's, a, it's a very tricky and insidious thing, and um, god it's such a complicated subject, I really, because we're, tr- we're, we're trapped in this situation, and I've talked about it basically since the first day I think I've done my podcast about how I want to be effective, I want to be effective, I want to be effective, I want to affect change, I want to be a good speaker, I want to reach people, you know, um, but um, you know, um, the, the, the immediate response to any challenging position is going to be um, personal, like, well, you're banging over the head, or you're, you know, they instantly take the focus off what you're saying, and they put the focus on you and how you're saying it. Now, I know that there is a certain validity, of course, I've always acknowledged it, which is why we don't advocate screaming at people and swearing at people and insulting people. So there is validity in that. But there's a, there is this really insidious, insidious thing. And the welfare movement is fueling it and feeding it. And it's, and it's sickening to me. It's this whole, you're going to turn people away and you're going to make people run away kind of thing, right? This whole softly, softly thing. Um, and so here is an example that I'm going to read that um, it is on um, the Facebook page. Gary Francione posted it on his Abolitionist Approach to Animal Rights Facebook page. Uh, I, don't, I try not to go on the internet too, 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 too much these days because I have to be careful of my health because of my job. My job is very computer intense and I don't do a lot of internet stuff so I don't go on a lot of pages and I don't like a lot of stuff because every like is a click and every click is more RSI for my finger which is devastated from my job so but I I do I go on Gary Francione's Facebook page I'm on there a lot just reading because there's lots of all kinds of interesting debates on there and he always posts interesting stuff and he posted a post by Vegan Outreach now this is a group called Vegan Outreach. If you're from the United States, you'll recognize them. They are a welfarist group. And um, they, just because their name is Vegan Outreach, does not mean that they are abolitionist or that they hold veganism as the unequivocal moral baseline. So don't get it twisted. Just like the word abolition, you can call yourself vegan, whatever. Look at vegan.com. Okay, vegan.com is a prime example. Um, so there's, it doesn't matter, like, you have to walk the walk, not just talk the talk. So so they do, um, obviously with a name like Vegan Outreach, they're going to have information about veganism, but their information about veganism is, is very, it's a bit, it's like, here's an example. 
um, they, I'll post this link so you can go and read this awful, awful post. And I'm going to try to articulate what my feelings on it. Gary Francione already did, um, and he generated some debate on his Facebook page about it. And um, let me think if I can find his um, what he wrote. I'll read what Gary Francione wrote about it, and then um, I'll uh, read the actual quote itself, and then I'll talk a little bit about why, you know, what what's really going on. So, oh, so basically he just says, Adventures in Vegan Outreach, he puts vegan in quotes, rightly so, Adventures in, v- quote, vegan, unquote, outreach, promoting non-veganism. And then he posted the quote, and this is the quote. It says, and it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a status update, and it says, Our conversations used to go somewhat like this. Potential vegan. Oh, so you're a vegan. I know someone else who is vegan. You know, I really think it's terrible how they treat animals, but I could never do it. Animal products are in everything, aren't they? Vegan. They are in a lot of things, but you figure out what you can and can't eat, and then it becomes easier. Potential vegan. It just takes too much discipline for me. Vegan. I could give you a list of names of all the different possible animal ingredients. There's fewer than 10,000 of them, exclamation mark. And I can give you a list of 500 companies and whether they test on animals or not. It's not so bad. Hey, where are you going? I mean, talk about... Oh, I'm just gonna... I'll let you know. Okay, so now their answer goes... Listen to their answer. <laughs> okay, listen to listen to this. The The first part, they said... Oh, so you're vegan. I know someone who's vegan. I think it's terrible, but I could never do it. Animal products are in everything. Vegan says, they are in a lot of things, but you figure out what you can and can't eat, and then it becomes easier. That is good. That is good. This is allegedly what vegan outreach used to do. Allegedly. I support that. Potential vegan, it takes just too much discipline for me, and then vegan outreach did what? I mean, how stupid. I don't do that. So now, guess what they do? They say, to me, this is, this is, this is so bad. I hope you understand how bad this is. They don't understand it. A lot of people don't understand it. I really want people to understand why this is bad. Now now their answer goes, Vegan. To me, veganism is not about personal purity, but a way to stop suffering. You don't have to avoid any animal product. Just the obvious ones, for which an animal was bred, raised, and eventually killed. Some vegans avoid all they can as a symbolic gesture. But minuscule amounts of animal products or byproducts will fade away as the meat, dairy, and egg industries fade. First of all, any animal product means that there was an animal was bred, raised, and eventually killed. Um, that's, I mean, you can't have an animal product um, where there's no um, breeding, raising, and killing. Whether it's a byproduct or not, that animal was bred, raised, and killed. Um, and number two, some vegans avoid all they can as a symbolic gesture. No, veganism is avoiding all you can. That's what veganism is. You, if you can't avoid walking on concrete, that's different. But some vegans don't just avoid all they can. Veganism means striving in as much as you can, possibly can in your life to avoid all animal products. And um, and when they what they say, then what they say, these people are very they're they're so diabolically clever. I'm telling you, the saddest thing about it is these people have brains. Um, and then they say, but minuscule amounts of byproducts will fade away as the meat, dairy, and, in, and egg industries fade. Yeah, but how is the meat, dairy, and egg industries going to fade if you, the group called Vegan Outreach, is telling people, it's not about personal purity, you don't have to avoid any animal product, just the obvious ones. Okay, so let me let me get into, okay, okay. So, first of all, I just want to say that 
this post is um, an ex example of speciesism. It's an example of speciesism for clearly obvious reasons, but um, it's also, I mean, how's what? Look at their look at their like reply. I could give you a list of names of all the different possible animal groups. There's fewer than ten thousand, and I can leave you a list of five hundred companies. Who the hell says that? Do you ever say that? I don't ever say that. I say they're in a lot of things, but you figure out what you can and can't eat, and then it becomes easier. And you know, let's stick to that theme. Let's stick to that theme, shall we? So it's just, um, and then the bot, and then the fact that uh, there are animal products in a lot of things, and you know, we tell people that. But um, this is just laziness. It's it's speciesism dis di um, dis um, disguised as laziness. This this entire premise that they're doing, it's just pure laziness. If you're too lazy to to educate people about about how um, you just make a decision to be, I mean, all the vegans in the world are examples of people who avoid all they can. And it's not just a symbolic gesture. It's actually a state, it's actually a stand. It's a moral stand. I mean, you could say, some people avoid all rape as a symbolic gesture, but I just avoid the obvious rape. No, I know that that example doesn't fit here. Okay, so here's where it gets really tricky. These, because what, what they're doing is um, they're feeding into this, um, into this um, view that um, everybody activists need to just go softly, softly. We have to just keep it softly, softly. And and I and I have to be fair. I'm very, I'm I'm obviously very bothered by this, and I can't stand what they're about. And I just, it, it just outrages me what these groups are doing. But I, I'm gonna not play devil's advocate, but I'm going to try to have some insight into what they're doing. I really truly believe that they're actually trying, they think they're doing good. I do. They really do. They really do think that if you just tell people to cut down, which is what they do, or if you just tell people um, to just cut out the obvious stuff, that they're helping animals and they're going to reduce suffering and we'll worry about all the other stuff, you know, later. Um, but we just want to sort of knock down um, a bit of, a bit of, you know, a chunk of stuff. I think they're missing a huge, a huge, huge, big picture in that as of, in, in that they're actually, first of all, if you promote veganism unequivocally and you don't say stupid things like it's less than 10,000 names and I'm going to give you a list of 500 companies and that's, that's my first conversation with veganism to you is going to be, you know, that. Um, how ridiculous. Um, sorry. Okay. Sorry. I need to calm down. I, sorry, it's just, I, I don't know how to articulate it. Um, okay. What was I saying? So, um, okay. Okay. Calm down, Elizabeth. Calm down. These people think they're doing good. They they do. Um, all right. First of all, in response to their, in response to their seeming concern, that um, if you take an unequivocal line and let people know that you are morally obligated to avoid all animal products, and um, therefore that is your goal, you don't just avoid obvious ones, whatever that means. Um, and you don't, as a vegan organization, tell you you don't have to avoid every animal product. And you don't, as a vegan organization, say it's just a symbolic gesture to avoid all you can. In other words, it's meaningless. In other words, the, the, their, moral, their morality is, is negotiable. Their moral personhood is negotiable. Um, if they really, they, they are really, their line, this group, Vegan Outreach, 
if you read their stuff, their line is like, we have to just make it as easy as possible because we just want to get people stopping eating most stuff most of the time and that's going to make a huge, huge difference. I mean, no doubt if most people stop eating most animal products, there's going to be a big difference. Nobody's arguing that. That's an obvious statement. The point is, is that you don't do that by compromising the morality and compromising the victims and and perpetuating speciesism and laziness, okay? You learn how to be a good educator. Nobody's perfect, but you learn how to educate people on the moral obligations that they have. You don't give them a ticket out. And so some of the comments, and so what happens is they're get, people are getting it all twisted. So there's some people going on to this post really outraged like myself. I didn't actually go on there because I can't. I'm just, ugh. But um, there are people who have actually gone on there and said this is outrageous. And then these guys are like, um, well, I'd rather... Um, here, so we'll go to the post itself. Um, I hope I'm making sense. Okay, I don't want to lose everyone. Okay, so... so oh, right. I need to finish my thought before I get away. So, so yes, yes, yes. No doubt if most people stop doing most of something, then there's going to be a big decrease. No kidding. But you know what? We are going to get that by holding an unequivocal moral ground. If you don't think that you are delusional, if you do not think that unequivocal, nonviolent, vegan education that doesn't say, oh, you know, um, it's just just avoid this easy stuff, but you don't have to avoid you don't have to avoid everything. Well, I'm excusing me. That gives everyone a huge ticket to continue to buy um, things with whey in them and um, whatever, whatever. Um, uh, if we our movement is is going to our abolitionist movement is going to affect hugely consumption of animal products it just is if you are having someone here who says i really think it's terrible how they treat animals animal products are in everything and you and you're assuming as these people seem to do which is this i don't i do not understand where this thinking comes from i don't understand it it doesn't make any logical sense to me um you're thinking, what are they thinking? That when, when an abolitionist says, you know what? Yes, they're in a lot of things, but you can learn. You just, you just, like this, like their initial answer, there's a, they're in a lot of things, but you figure out what you can and can't eat besides this more than diet, but you figure out what you can and can't eat and then it becomes easier. Why not leave it at that and then continue down that line? Are they saying that even if they did do this stupid thing, I could give you a list of all the possible animal ingredients, da 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 that the person who's expressed a desire to go vegan and who said that the one, the thing that's stopping them isn't the fact that they, they, they want to go out and buy shanks of lamb all the time, it's that there's all these other animals animal ingredients, so that that person is going to completely and utterly do a 180 on their consideration of the obvious ones that they, you know, like pieces of meat and, and milk and things like that. They're going to do, they're going to drop that and they're going to like not even consider. I mean, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, you take someone who knows that a piece of meat came from an animal and that leather was an animal's skin and that person's like, yeah, I really want to be vegan, but all these byproducts, I don't know what to do about that. And you say to them, you, you have a moral obligation to learn. I mean, we all do. Come on. I'm doing it. Everybody can do it. You just do what you can. There are certain things that are forced upon us that, that are in plastics and things we don't even know about. Yes, that is a problem. And yes, they're absolutely right that when we stop exploiting animals, the byproducts will fade. But you're... You don't have to compromise the moral message to achieve what these people 
are allegedly trying to achieve by compromising the moral message. It's immoral to do that. It's immoral to do that to the victims. You don't need to do it. It's insidious and wrong. And to say it's not just about personal purity, it's just feeding into this. How dare they? How dare they do this? Do they have no idea what this does to vegan advocacy, to people who won't compromise the victims, who are out there educating people about how easy it is to be vegan? Because it is. Like, I had a woman today, and she was like, it's difficult. And I said, you know what? It's difficult. Being a non-human animal, that's what's difficult. And she understood that. She nodded. She said, yes, okay. And and we talked. And I didn't say, there's 10,000 of this. Ha, ha, ha. Don't run away. I just kept on with the line. I, we didn't even have to go there. Because when that person, if you keep that idea, the moral idea, then you're going to let them out in the world. And as long as they're strong in that, they're going to have to navigate the minefield of animal product byproducts in their daily life. You're not going to be able to do that for them. Nobody's going to give a, a person they're standing on the street with who they're finally who they're talking with a serious conversation about veganism you know as the stupid straw man argument that they're doing they've constructed the straw man argument and then they have completely compromised the victims in order to do it and that is just sickening to me okay and um it's on a practical level on a practical level because how dare they um how dare they, sorry, I'm just muting my music, I've talked too long and I went over my, how dare they think, how dare they perpetuate this crap that we have to deal with on the street, well, well it's personal purity, oh, well, you're just extreme, oh, well, um, it's just a way of reducing suffering, so I'm going to cut down and I'm doing a really good thing, vegan outreach said so, thanks a lot, vegan outreach, how dare you, how dare you do this to us, and you know what, I know, like I said before, I know, like I said before, that they think they're doing the right thing and stuff like that. Well, they need to rethink. I demand that these people rethink before they start getting out there and doing this stuff because it translates to when we're talking to people. This kind of stuff translates because you have a lot of vegans doing this kind of stuff and we're still the minority. Like the abolitionist vegans are still the minority. Look at these comments. Progress, not perfection. Um, there are some people on here who are... <laughs> there are some people on here who... There are some people who are actually... Um, on here who are who are fighting against this and it's really refreshing to see I'm not I mean I didn't go on here but um, um, yeah oh here's a good comment yeah, there's some oh, there's, there's some good comments oh thank you people thank you people but most of the stuff revolves around um, okay listen to this what is the goal I should, I'm reading stuff verbatim, and I know these people aren't listening to my podcast, so I'm not worried. But one of the person, and I'll, I'll paraphrase it so they don't say, oh, how could she pick on me? Um, they're like, what, is, it, is the goal about defending the word vegan, or is it just, you know, is it always just telling other people and not? They're always going on about how we're not encouraging people. How, where is this idea coming from that when we're unequivocal and we're actually, actually encouraging people? encouraging people to go vegan that is what we are doing we are encouraging them we are telling them you can do it yes there are animal products and everything I've learned how to eliminate as many of them out of my life as you can you can do it too you just learn and you do it how is that not encouraging them where are they getting this idea that when we come down I mean this is a this is a group called vegan outreach and of course we're on there being outraged do they think that we're going out to the members of the general public public and and being like how you know how dare you you know da, da, da. I mean sometimes I feel that way but um, this is how this is a vegan they have the word vegan in their name 
you know, it's sickening. And the, and the we're in the minority, although, like I said, you go on here and there's a few people on here sticking up for the animals. But they're basically saying, this is so effective. This is great. Where are they getting the idea that, number one, what we what we do is not encourage people. How is not educating people about how they can be vegan and telling them you can do it? How is that not encouraging? This is not encouraging. This is not encouraging. This is laziness. This is encouraging people to be lazy um, and not to worry too much because while and then they say, oh, well, we're not talking about. They they say, well, don't be silly. This is the kind of the gist. So like I'm like, this is speciesist. I'm in my head. I'm like, this is speciesist. And then in my head, the vegan outreach person says, no, it's not because we're talking about things like car tires and things like that. No, no. Well, if that's what you're talking about, qualify it. But you didn't say that. You didn't say there are some things that you literally can't avoid in this world, such as concrete. Um, they they didn't say that. They said it's not about personal purity. Well, who said it was? It's not about personal purity to me either. You know what it's about? It's about the victims. They said it's just a way to stop suffering. Well, I'm really, really sorry, but when you tell someone you don't have to avoid every animal pl- product as a vegan organization and you give that statement out, just the obvious ones for which an animal was bred, first of all, you're, you're co- telling them that there are some animal products that animals aren't bred, raised, and eventually killed for, which they all are, um, and I know what they what they mean is like, you, you take the beef industry and then you take the byproducts of that, so they weren't raised and killed for the byproducts, they were raised and killed for the beef, and the byproducts come from that, yes, but they were still all raised and killed and bred. So don't get it twisted. Don't don't compromise victims is all I'm trying to say. That's all I'm trying to say. And you know what? You can encourage, you encouraging people, you are still resulting in massive cut, net cut, cutting down because it's just idiotic in my in my view to, to assume that somebody who cares enough to say, you know, I really want to be vegan, but I'm worried about the byproducts that overwhelm me, that that person is not, even, even if, if you don't compromise the moral message, that that person is going to completely abandon any thought of giving up meat and dairy and eggs. I mean, give me a break. Where does that come from? Where does that thought come from? Because I don't see it. I don't see that happening. I see people walking away saying, I'm not going to go vegan, but I'm going to cut down. And I'm like, you can go vegan. That's my last words to them. You can do it. But they never turn around to me unless there's some internet troll and say, I'm just going to eat more meat now because you told me I have to avoid byproducts. Doesn't work that way. So this these guys' whole strategy is based on some twisted view of the universe that has no basis in reality and is all about speciesism and compromising the moral message so that they they can get to some level where they are feeling like they've got a lot of fans or something. I don't know. I don't understand it. They're missing the point. It's so wrong. It's wrong. It's just so wrong. I really can't say it enough. I, I don't understand this. It's, it's the pervasiveness of it. And, and the thing that really frustrates me is, is that this, this kind of stuff, it feeds into speciesism, which is already there. So it fuels it and perpetuates it. Speciesism is a major problem. Last thing you want to be doing is feeding into it. Believe me. And then when us, when us abolitionists, I mean, they're basically, they 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 say that we're all one movement, um, and that we're all together. They're sabotaging. This is sabotage, right? I mean, this is sabotage of a vegan movement. However, we are not. So so they're basically saying that they're we're all united, but they're really not acting that way. Whereas we are as always, very upfront and in your face and honest. And we say we don't, we are not one movement and we want the the welfarist movement to disappear. And we are trying to sabotage it by telling the truth and saying, look at this, this is speciesism, blah, 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 blah. But we're upfront about it. We are nothing to do with this this welfarist movement, nothing. It is outrageous to us. I mean, we want nothing to do with it. We're trying to expose it. 
So if they were to go and say that, yeah, we just want to we just want to sabotage this abolitionist movement. We want nothing to do with it. Then I would understand. But don't tell us you're one movement and then turn around and and create these terrible things which feed because like you know then then this then some people will turn around and say yeah but you abolitionists say that everybody's so smart and stuff they they they'll understand that what vegan outreach meets is means is like car tires which by the way Michelin car tires are vegan announcement Michelin car tires are vegan okay so forget car tires now okay get Michelin tires but you know things like concrete and stuff they'll be like oh the man on the street or the woman on the street they'll understand that what vegan outreach means is don't is not um, just continue to eat a little bit of cheese or whey protein they'll understand that they mean you know um, some e numbers that are in concrete or that are in your plastic or stuff like that um, so you abolitionists are, are being elitist no 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 no, you don't understand because the over the overwhelming structure and para- paradigm that we live in is a speciesist paradigm. So it fuels that. That is the default position. The default position is speciesism. Okay, so it's not that we're underestimating people's ability to see through this and and like all these vegans are saying, oh, you abolitionists need to relax. They're only talking about things like, I mean, you're you're using a computer, so you're probably using an animal byproduct now. So they're absolutely right, and you guys need to calm down and stuff. No, 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 because there's a huge difference between that and telling someone, you like a vegan organization, allegedly, now, I mean, we don't know how many conversations they've had, but this is their overwhelming, this is their overriding position, you know, this is their overriding position, which is why we don't consider them to be, you know, if we'd like make fun of the fact that they call themselves vegan outreach, it's absolutely terrible, so it just bothered me, and oh my gosh, I can't explain it. I don't know if I explained it, but it's just does not make sense to cap. I'm repeating myself and I'll try to stop now. To that their position is 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 empirically um based on a on a, a premise that is just not uh realistic that you know by being unequivocal and by encouraging people encouraging people to be vegan really not refusing to give up on them refusing to give up on them and not compromising the victims that number 1 we're not being encouraging right and that number 2 we're going to stop people who were already thinking about cutting out you know meat and and eggs and things like that because they um are concerned about animal byproducts or whatever like that they're just going to give up on the whole idea of of cutting out meat and the and um, i mean where does that thinking come from i don't understand it i don't think it makes a lot of sense i mean I mean, I would like to know where this can come from because I don't see it. I don't see it. When I was first, um, you know, that's that's why there's so many people out there who are um, vegetarians. Um, is uh, you know, when when vegetarians are unequivocal about meat, they're not kidding themselves that people are gonna, you know, people who are considering to going vegetarian are gonna turn around and and then and then they and then find um, suddenly. Um, go out and say, well, I'm going to give up the whole idea of, of not eating meat anymore because this vegetarian person was, was too strict about not eating meat or something like that. No, I mean, the seeds are already there or the person wouldn't have come up to you about veganism. The point is to encourage them. The point is to not compromise the morals. The point is to is to be, you know, be um, a, a proper educator and to take the time and learn how to educate people, learn how to navigate with people through this overwhelming, ubiquitous animal use have camaraderie with them and say I went through it too I know it, I know what it's like but just remember the victims I tell that to people all the time and they get it oh god I'm sorry anyway oh there are some people on this thread though that are warming the cockles of my heart yeah so um yeah so um 
Yeah, some of these people are are really confused. But the, you know, like I say, I really need to. I know I used I use words like idiotic and things like that. But it's my podcast, and I will swear and be rude if I want to. <laughs> um, uh, I I do want to reiterate that I really do think that they are genuinely believe that this is what you're supposed to be doing. Um, I would like them to try to examine it the things that I said if you can make any sense out of my co- incoherent ramblings and rantings and if somebody could maybe write something better like write something succinct about that because you know um, confront this sort of idea that that by promoting unequivocal veganism and encouraging people that they can be vegan and avoid animal products um, that we are still actually going to be affecting overall demand and that there are going to be people who you know they'll we know there are going to be people who are going to give up um, the eggs and milk and dairy and stuff like that and who aren't going to make as much effort on the other things because they're too busy or they can't be bothered or whatever. We know that that's going to happen, even the people that we talk to. And no, we're not going to, We, for one thing, we can't follow them around through life. And if they do come back to us and say, I really, you know, I didn't want to do it, we still, encar- we just keep encouraging them and we let them know it's a moral issue. That's not the same as, 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 whatever these people assume that, 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 we're, that we're doing. When we're dealing with a vegan group, however, who's doing something like this, we tend to um, have a slightly different and more, a little bit more outraged response, which I think is valid. And I think they're getting it twisted and confusing the way that we are encount- with the way that we are talking to them as supposed fellow vegans, as supposed fellow advocates in the fight, having a heated debate with them. They confuse that with um, how we go out and ed- educate the general public, who. Um, First of all, we're having to deal with this kind of crap that they're doing, and we're dealing with it when we go out and deal with the general public because they're feeding this species this paradigm. This kind of stuff feeds it, so it's the default position. So you're not doing us any favors. You're not do- the supposed movement that we're all together and stuff. You're not helping. But like what, like we say, we don't want to help your movement. We want nothing to do with this compromising speciesist movement. So you know, I'm I'm unashamedly trying to expose it for what it is. Um, but at least I'm honest about it. So, do I feel better? I do. I really do. Thank you for listening. I had a great day doing vegan advocacy, and um, and I, I recommend everybody does it. Tabs has a weekend challenge every weekend, and you can sign up, and it's just about getting out there and doing it. Um, they're leafleting, which I know vegan outreach, like we take photos of ourselves doing this stuff, and I can just hear the people laughing say, God, we've been doing that for 10 years now. I mean, who do they think they are? The point is, we're doing abolitionist vegan outreach. So it's a new separate movement. So you're damn right we're going to take photos and we're going to say, look at what we're doing. Because we want people to do what we're doing. We don't want people to do what you've been doing. So don't get it twisted. All right, everybody. <laughs> I feel so naughty. That was like, I almost don't think I should release this podcast. <laughs> I'm going to because it's my podcast and this is my therapy. I feel much, much better. So that's the whole point. Anyway, 
So if you want to do the Tavs Weekend Challenge, you just get the literature, the vegan advocacy literature, for, sorry, the Abolitionist Vegan Society literature, and you go out and you do unequivocal vegan advocacy, um, and you um, send in your photos, and then we try to inspire other people to do it all over the world, and there's lots of people doing it, and it's so beautiful. So please join the Abolitionist Vegan Movement, but first you have to educate yourself about abolition. So read all the books. Read Gary Francione's books, go on his website, and learn, learn, learn. Please, 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 we need you. Okay, I will be back, and thank you for listening. Bye.